0: Okay, let's take a look at what's going on here. Jim Rosso, how you doing? Buddy?
1: Dave, doing great.
0: Well, we uh, for one thing, I browbeat Greg Solier this morning, and he tells us we're not going to get any rain during the game tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you know what? You can't mess with tailgating. Is my uh, I'm not necessarily worried about the game, Dave. The you're, weather. I'm, I'm worried about. The, you're
0: caught up in all the festivity The three hours it. leading up to that <laughs> 11 a.m. kickoff.
1: That's when it's got to be nice.
0: You know, people are so used to these uh, 11 o'clock kickoffs mm-hmm. now. When you have one at two or three o'clock in the afternoon, people are kind of freaked out by it anymore.
1: Well, so. here's what's happened in the last decade or so, Dave, over at Memorial Stadium with 11 o'clock starts. Not necessarily before the game. Is it wild and crazy in the parking lots? I think people plan for their tailgates after the game. You know, so early sure. when you're and you got kids you're chasing going to cross country meets and J V football games and everything. I think it's better to wait to after the game to fire the grill up, maybe have a beverage or two, and it's light enough right now you can stay out there till late or night.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It, it's funny, you drive by some games, you drive by at eleven PM and folks are still, still going out there. At, <laughs> That's a long day. <laughs>
0: that is, that is a long, long day. Mm-hmm. What uh, What else happening with the game tomorrow that you've seen? That- well,
1: uh, you know, it's a tough one to kind of get uh, too excited for, right? Because it's uh, the Kent State. No offense to Kent yeah. State, and no offense to the 11 a.m. start, but it was neat to see last night on TV. You know, Purdue Northwestern played. And that place was fired up. I know Purdue lost, but it was pretty close to sold out, and night and ESPN in town and it takes you to the days when uh, when that happened at Illinois a lot. We're going to get back to that at some point. Right. And when it happens it will be really cool. Right. (laughs) Anybody who remembers
0: (laughs) I I remember back in the 80s when Mike White was here when they had so many people in the stadium they were worried about the top deck. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I remember we had uh, talk shows out at a station where I worked years ago and they were talking about gee, as the uh, is the stadium structurally mm-hmm. safe we were like bring it you know yeah it was but they had to reinforce some of the top uh, tier of it, the stadium back in those days
1: when they say you know it when they say it's a sleeping giant right that when it was good it was really really good the atmosphere in the uh, both inside and outside the stadium and there's a fan base dying for it to be good yeah again. Well, so yeah. Yep.
0: What's uh coming up Sunday by the way?
1: Oh, so we got a couple more days of hot weather, right? Yeah. All right. So Jeff D'Alessio, our uh, tireless editor, has surveyed every school district in our 50-mile radius to find out who is still lacking air conditioning. Can you believe so many schools are still
0: Are there are there that many left?
1: There's a, you know, there's it's into the double digits.
0: Is it really? Yeah, still? it's
1: you always hear about uh, central, of course, li- uh, li- letting out early, uh, and that will soon end. Yeah. But there's others that uh, have to open the windows, crank up the fans, and and in some cases let the teachers and kids out early just because of this the weather. And uh, you know, it kind of took me by surprise when he told me how many were still missing air
0: conditioning. I'm a little surprised by that myself. So
1: it's uh. You know, we got a football game. Speaking of college football, you got a high school game on Saturday morning. That rare Central Centennial, yeah. due to the, you know, the just the heartbreaking news earlier this week of the 16 year old who was gunned down. And uh,
0: so they're going to have that at eight yeah, o'clock in the morning.
1: And and it's right to do it. And it's the sign of our times that you got to change football game times. To make sure everybody's safe, I see Danville and Urbana are mo- are playing at four thirty today. Yeah, just to I saw that. you know, doggone it, that you got to do this stuff just because you're you're playing it safe. And uh, but that's what
0: happens. And that's going to make it tough on parents trying to get from work to the game, yeah, that kind it, of thing. It, so
1: it, it's a certain inconvenience as part of that. Yeah. And a lot of there's a huge reunion in town this weekend. The 50-year, the final one for the first class of Centennial and and the first class of Champagne Central, they still hold yeah. it together, but they had to uh, juggle and reorganize, and they understand why they have yeah. to do it.
0: Has there has there been any development in that case? That Nothing uh,
1: yet. You know, that's uh, I see uh, Chief Cobb took uh, to video yesterday to plead for someone to step forward. Yeah. You know, someone's. Uh, and it's not just this case, Dave. Right? It's oh yeah, it's every case, and there's are different laws of the land. When you're out in the streets, you don't, you don't tell.
0: It's been an amazing week to be in the newspaper business, has not? It? Yeah, it's because uh, we had a development in the Holly Cassano case mm. the other night. Who saw that? Yeah. Common that happened in 2009. I surveyed my students about that the other day. In 2009, they were. Just little kids. I and mean, we were talking about all the changes that have happened since then.
1: I heard you, I heard Kasich on the radio with you yesterday saying, I wish I was back in the newsroom. You know what? I wish he was back in the newsroom. <laughs> I'll bet you do. All right. I asked him so much is happening. But uh, between that and, you know, we track our online numbers pretty closely, Dave, and it's been one of the busier weeks uh, in. NewsGazette.com history oh, just with Obama. And, uh, you know, doggone it. People want to know their traffic news. You have a yeah. crash on 74, it seems, every three hours.
0: It does seem that way. We've had, what, two nights this week where there were crashes, mm-hmm. where newspaper had to get it together and radio had to announce them too because they happened at 3 <sighs> o'clock in the morning.
1: It's, ju- you know, that stretch between Danville and – and Urbana seems to be like that Bermuda Triangle.
0: Well, and then 57 had, had them two, was it two days in a row, I mm-hmm. think? We had stuff going on. So all kinds of things happening. Yep. So. All right. So we're looking forward to the game tomorrow. Yep. And Sunday we got a big expose on schools and uh, mm-hmm. whether their A.C. is going to work out. How about that? <laughs> Hopefully it will cool off one of these one of these times. It will here soon. This is what happens when, and we've done this for years. I remember parents griping about school starting before Labor Day when I was a kid, and it had been years before that that mm. we did it, but that's what happens sometimes. So, All right, Jim Rosso, thanks for your time this morning. We Dave, I'll
1: see you around.